If you're having trouble with your boobs and your belly and your thighs and your arms and ready-made clothing has lost its charms, join the group and listen to the cast about making clothes that fit and last self-sewn. Hello, everyone. It's Mallory Donahue with the Self-Sewn Wardrobe for your podcast and live broadcast. And I have a little bit of a different rig set up today. Uh, I am going to be actually doing a little bit of work on my challenge, uh, the challenge that we are all participating in. Oh, Facebook is saying that this is my 100th broadcast. So that's pretty cool. Hi, Fred. Yay, I'm seeing comments. Thanks, Facebook, for my 100th broadcast birthday. You're letting me see comments. Hi, Marisa. I love saying hello to everyone. Oh, hi, Riley. Uh, Riley is watching from the Houston Intercontinental Airport. Where are you going, Riley? Are you going someplace tropical? It's It seems to be the case, possibly. Jacqueline and Betsy and Ellie, thank you for joining me this morning. Oh, Mom is here, too. Uh, and yeah, so I'm I'm pretty excited for everybody. Okay, so oh hi to Judy, and uh, yeah, th- uh, thank you for saying congratulations, Riley. It's my 100th broadcast, apparently. So uh, Riley says he's going scuba diving. I'm definitely jealous. It's kind of uh, it's very chilly here today. It was very warm yesterday. It was like 80 degrees. And then we had very severe weather last night and lots of big hail came down. And I was listening to the radio this morning and actually two people um, died in Illinois and one person died in Missouri, I guess, as a result of the severe weather. I'm not sure where. So it was very windy and stormy and it hailed for a while uh, and it was... It was like a spring storm in the middle of February. So anyway, it was very interesting. Uh, And so today we're making a little bit of progress. I'm making some progress on my I've been meaning to make this challenge. And what I ask you all to do is define a project that you've been meaning to make or meaning to finish. And that we would all encourage one another to uh, finish some kind of you know, either finish the project, finish the muslin, finish a big step, uh, maybe work on learning a new skill, something like that. Uh, good morning to Lonnie. Lonnie, this is all for you, all this tracing paper, okay? <laughs> and Karen, I'm glad you're with us because I was just about to mention you. You know, Karen is somebody who said she needs to, quote, master fitting, you know? And that's such a such a big goal that we were talking to her about kind of uh, paring it down a little bit into something that you could really uh, measure and see that you were making progress on. And so I know Karen has been watching some videos or meaning to set aside time to watch videos about fitting that she has. And that's a great way to do it, especially if you don't, if there's not a readily available like, hey, there's a fitting class going on right now at my local sewing store. So those can be hard to find in the first place. A good morning to Amanda. Good to see you. So I am working on my Kelly Anorak. I haven't done anything since Monday on it. I have I drove around mid-Missouri yesterday and um, did did lots of errands and things and then had to work at the shop. And it was crazy busy. And on Monday, uh, we got some things together for the Sew Here boxes. And you can see, you all see these in the background here. Yep, Betsy says she sees them. Um, so we're working on them. <laughs> 
Uh, good morning to Stacy. So we're working on those boxes. We're working on getting them together. We're trying to do everything we possibly can uh, before we uh, receive those scissors that are causing a bit of delay. And I'm not going to tell you, but we have something extra planned for the box that we just figured out, and I'm very excited about it. Okay, so I this is so great that this is something that I have uh, get to do because it's something that you all just kind of jab at me about in the group and I love it. I I think it can be difficult to communicate online, you know? It can be difficult to sometimes when somebody's texting, you don't know what they're, you know, how they're saying it and you all totally get me. You totally get my brand of sarcasm and the fact that you're sort of uh you know, giving me uh giving me trouble about the tracing of the patterns and everything just cracks me up and I love it. So anyway, thank you for doing that. Thanks for being a fun, slightly sarcastic group. It's my kind of people. Okay. I love it. Okay. So I, uh, I'm trying to make my project more complicated in, in good Mallory fashion. Oh, good morning, Saritha. And Saritha, I saw that you got your stuff uh, on Instagram, that you got your denim and your top stitch thread. It's good. Good to see. Okay. So, uh, I, I'm making my project more complicated. I mentioned, and I actually forgot to bring in the my inspiration for complicating this project, which is a jacket that my mom bought for me that has a hood and a collar, like both of them. And some of you, some of you Canadian people were like, "Yeah, we know what that is," you know. And it's called like a Riley. You told me you're like it's called a a bunny hug or something. So anyway, the point of this is that when you have a hood on, and here's my anorak hood on my head. When I have my hair up and it like still goes over my head nicely, so I like uh, that's encouraging. Um, when I have my hood up, I'll I'll be all warm and everything and fabulous and insulated. But when I have the hood down, the collar hopefully will still stand up a little bit for me. That's my hope in making this uh, collar the way it is. We'll we'll see what happens. So I'll have I'll have both things. So the anorak has a view A and a view B and. Um, yeah, view B has a collar. Uh, view A is a uh, is the is the hood. So I was like, I'm just making the hood at first, and then I'm like, no, I'm gonna further complicate things. And it sort of stopped me because I had put everything away. I had put everything, you know, uh, put my patterns away. I had traced all my patterns, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. But now I had to get them all back out. And then I couldn't find my extra fabric for a little while, and then I found it. So that's good, too. All right, so I'm tracing my pattern. And I like to trace patterns. I don't just like to trace patterns. I highly recommend it. I recommend the practice of tracing patterns. I think it is something that you should do. I think that uh, it preserves the original pattern piece so that you can make a new size or you can blend between sizes. Uh, and you always have all of the information. You haven't, you haven't, uh, you know, cut any of it out, okay? So, uh, oh, good morning to Julianne. And I can't remember what size I cut out of this anorak, actually. I wrote it down. Give me one second. Here we go. Oh, Mallory, size 12. Okay, so that's what I need to trace for my collar here. So I've got my tracing paper. This is a little bit of a special occasion, too. It's not only my 100th broadcast, but look, I'm almost running out of the tracing paper, so... That's pretty amazing. A full roll of the tracing paper that we sell, this medical tracing paper, is huge. Uh, so you definitely 
it's it's pretty amazing when you kind of are, are getting to the end of it. All right, so I'm going to get a pattern weight out. And what's a pattern weight? Well, it's whatever you want it to be. <laughs> Ugh. Look, my Wonder Clips box. That's what I'll use right now. Okay, so I'm going to trace out my pattern. <laughs> Stacy says she feels like getting in her car, driving over there, and crashing the video. Well, Stacy, I'll be on for a little bit longer. I mean, the door's locked. I might let you in. Maybe. We'll see. Okay, so I'm tracing my pattern here. And this was part of what took me a little longer to get ready this morning. Not that I don't think... Not that I think any of you really noticed, because I did start on time. But um, I know that it can be hard to see everything I'm doing, especially with a live feed like this, because I can't move the camera and podcast people. This might be a little boring for you. I apologize. I'll have Sam try to edit some of this out. Okay, I'm a size 12, tracing around a microphone. Woo -woo. Someone asked about tracing patterns. And they said, what do you do when you get into all these pattern lines all together and you can't tell what the heck's going on, you know? <laughs> and that's a little bit uh, the way this collar is right now. There are lots of lines blending together, but I, um, I've never had a problem just sort of trying to find, you know, as the crow flies line for your pattern piece. And I've got some notches here that I'm gonna mark um, in a very dark fashion with my pencil. If you have um, trouble drawing straight lines freehand, you can do it with a ruler. I'm gonna get away from the microphone for a second here. All right, and then what do I need to do? I need to label my pattern piece. So this is the Kelly um, view B, collar, cut two fabric, cut one interfacing is what this says. Now, the thing that you forget to do on your patterns <laughs> when you're tracing them is to write the size, okay? Because you've been looking for the size the whole time. You've been like, I want to follow, I want to follow the, uh, um, <laughs> The size lines. Lonnie says she's not selling me on tracing. She thinks it's boring. Well, you know what's boring when you cut out the wrong size and you got to print it out again, okay? So anyway, I'm going to put size 12, all right, on there. And I'm good to go, and I've got my fold line. And now, what do I need? I need my rotary cutter. So I'm going to cut out my pattern piece here real quick. There was a funny discussion in the group about rotary cutters last night. Um, Jackie, or Jacqueline, uh, wrote that she was trying to follow our advice. We are huge rotary cutter advocates. And she's trying to follow our advice and use the rotary cutter to cut out her stuff. And that it was really difficult for her to do. She had installed the rotary blade or she she decided to replace her rotary blade and she cut herself in the first place, put a new rotary blade on and then it kept being difficult to cut her fabric and it was um, a total pain and everything. And then she realized she'd put two rotary blades in her rotary cutter. Uh, so um, that is 
that is totally common to do. And so if you notice that you're cutting along and you get a strip of fabric um, to the side of your uh, thing that you cut out, you might have two rotary blades in. So, yeah. All right. Let's see here. My fabric was folded when I put it away. So I'm going to lay it out here, and I need to cut two of these guys. It's a little nerve-wracking. Okay, so I can see that I've got enough fabric to cut out two of these on the fold here, and so that's good. Um, so I'm being a rebel uh, <laughs> about my, my anorak. Surprise, surprise, right? And I am not interfacing this, and I'm, I'm not going to, like, advocate breaking the rules. And I'm totally, if it messes up, I'm totally willing to take responsibility for my actions. So anyway, I kind of wanted this to be like a soft uh, coat. And I am using a linen blend. Uh, the people have used heavier fabrics for this. And I'm sure they still interface them. But I don't really want to interface these. So anyway, uh, <laughs> so I'm... I'm not, but like I said, I'm willing to accept responsibility for my actions. Okay, so I'm going to line these up and cut them out real quick. Something I am going to do before I move my pattern piece, though, is mark my notches, right? Ta-da! I got a pattern notcher! I know you sew here box people are waiting on this, too. So before I move my pattern, I'm just going to notch it real quick. And actually, I haven't tried the notcher on this fabric. Let's see how it does. Pretty darn nice. I, I uh, enjoyed working with it just then. Okay, so now I need to cut another one, so I'm just going to move my pattern piece up. And now my pattern piece is notched. I just notched through the paper as well. And um, so my fabric is notched. It's notched in a quarter inch. The seam allowance on this pattern is a traditional uh, sort of typical garment sewing seam allowance uh, that is uh, five-eighths of an inch, so a quarter inch is fine. Okay, got to cut out another one. So what the time that I, I don't even want to say lose, the time I spend on tracing is uh, counteracted by the swiftness of cutting out stuff with a rotary cutter, okay? All right, so I've got my two collars cut, and I've got them notched as well. Let me see if I can hold these up for you. Here's my little... Here's my little notch here. Okay, so I have my two collars cut, and this was my goal for getting things done today. Uh, so the things that I need to do on my uh, Kelly Anorak now, I need to get my zipper in, and I'm going to try, I guess I was going to actually, got some administrative things to do around the shop, but then I was going to try and get my zipper put in today. I'm almost finished with that. And then I'm going to need to do a little bit of playing around with... Um, with how to put this collar on and uh, hoping that it works out the way I want it to. And, you know, with this collar thing, I think if it doesn't work out the way that I want it to, it's not going to, like, mess it up too bad. It's 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 going to be fine. It's just going to kind of, like, be there as another little added layer of insulation. So, anyway, I uh, got my two collars. I just need to sew them together, see how they're going to go on my neckline, okay? Uh, and But before I can put it on my neckline, I do need to put my zipper in. Oh, Stacy says she has to go. Hugs to you all. Hugs to you, Stacey, uh, and to everybody in your household and your dog and your snake. Um, <laughs> so, uh, anyway, uh, the the uh, I, I've gotten some stuff done on my anorak. This is better than I've done in the last months, okay, to, to get anything finished on it. 
So I am very happy with myself. And so the challenge, the I've been meaning to make this challenge, a lot of you have said, I've uh, carved out a big chunk of time during a day or uh, carved out a few smaller chunks of time. You have to schedule it. Um, You know, of course. Uh, And Fred posted in the group last night, and this is a really great thread. I even thought about just kind of like reading it for the podcast listeners, maybe people who have... uh, who have not seen the thread in the group, but if you if you search for Fred, you'll find it. And Fred's talking about being um, frustrated and upset about not getting sewing time. And then, you know, brought up the issue of family dynamics and trying to get sewing time and da-da-da-da. And this is something I think that we can all relate to. Uh, we can all relate to not having enough sewing time, of course. And then... You know, there are all these trade-offs, and not everyone in this group has kids or is dealing with, you know, small children at home, but that's one thing that is, uh, you know, uh, causing an obstacle to a lot of people, and uh, a a lot of people uh, have other obstacles, of course, to sewing. Karen said, uh, Fred's post made me tear up, made me tear up a little bit, too. What made me tear up a little more was sort of people's responses to it. Everyone seemed really supportive. No one was rude or backhanded or said, hey, you've got it easy or something like that. You know, everybody's got their own challenges. And, you know, uh, I think somebody else commented. They said, hey, you know, I'm thinking about starting a family and I don't want to, like, lose all my sewing time. And, you know, you I... I'm not, like, you know, some kind of parenting expert, of course. I don't know if anyone really is, but I have, you know, a 22-month-old, so that's all I got. But, you know, you never know with your kid, you know, before you have it, after you have it, what the day is going to be like. Does that kid have special, you know, needs that need to be addressed um, that make it difficult for you to have independent time? Uh, Maybe you've got one kid that's super easy going and you can get a lot of stuff done and then kid number two comes along and it's totally different. I mean, just, you just never know. I mean, and you never know about like anything in life, right? Uh, You maybe with kids, you do know for sure that things are going to get shaken up (laughs) somehow. Uh, And a lot of people were talking about sort of like this, you know, season in their life where they've got these small children and it is a very important time for kids, uh, of course, they need a lot of attention. But, you know, I I know that it's also important to take care of yourself. And if you're really worried about your kids getting enough attention, you've probably, you're probably on the right start. You probably got a good mindset and you can probably be safe, you know, safely say, that you are doing everything you can uh, to make your kids' lives, you know, um, great. And so it's okay to put a little bit of time aside for yourself. Try not to feel too guilty, of course. And then sometimes it's just a matter of logistics. Sometimes it doesn't matter how how much you believe that you should have me time. Sometimes it is impossible, uh, even if you truly believe that you deserve, you know, some sewing time. So, uh, you know, not everybody uh, has the option to have childcare in the same ways as everybody else. Amy says, my issue is mental health and depression, which causes me to just freeze with indecision. 
totally valid. I think that, you know, there's no way way that we can really separate uh, our very passionate hobby that we have, if we want to call it a hobby or a passion or whatever, from our lives, from our mental health, from our families, from anything like that. And that's part of the reason I think this group is so great because everyone is uh, passionate. It doesn't matter necessarily how skilled you are. And um, you you still if you're in this group, if you're being active in this group, I think that we all have a really great thoughtful mindset about all of these things. And that's what, that's what I really enjoy. Um, I received an email from one of you that really was, it was a very nice uh, email and it was a long email about how this community was really benefiting them. And uh, it, once again, just like crying all the time because of this group, you know, <laughs> I mean, it made me tear up a little bit. Uh, <laughs> but it it really is a great community. When I started the Facebook group, and and I've been part of other Facebook groups, I was a little skeptical that I would like, uh, that I would like the Facebook group setting. It seemed like sometimes people were just sort of vicious in their groups or just trying to sell things and, you know, things like that. And I mean, you know, we're a store. I'm not, you know, we're not a, not a charity. Uh, you know, we're trying to sell stuff for sure. But um, there, there is, there's something special about this group. And I really hope we can just keep it like it is in terms of the thoughtfulness of the group. It, it seems like your contributions and your the rapport that, you know, it's not just me who's setting the tone. It's all of you, you know, who are setting the tone for the group. And the tone that you all have set is making it a nice place to be. And so I appreciate your contributions. Um, if you're ever hesitant about contributing or commenting or posting, know that it's very valuable to the group for you to post something that is, you know, thoughtful or funny or anything like that. It's it's good. It keeps the tone. It keeps, you know, when new people come in, they see how um they see how the group is run. They see what kinds of things that we talk about and I really appreciate that. So, um I see these other Facebook groups and they're like 20,000 people large. And I'm like, well, when it gets that big, like, how am I going to keep up with it? You know, if it, if it does, uh, we've got, I think we've got like 900 people right now and it still feels like a really nice family. And, uh, I know that not everyone can always pay attention to everything or, or comment or encourage all the time or post all the time. But the, the people who are doing that, you're really a great value to the group, and I appreciate you. So, um, <laughs> so ZD and Riley are planning on becoming sister wives or something, or I don't, yeah, I don't know what's going on. Um, <laughs> uh, <laughs> ZD is planning her next marriage, so I'll, I'll, Riley's going to be my stepdad or something like that, you know, whatever. Anyway, uh, the comments on this video are pretty funny, so if you get to see them, that's great. All right, so uh, it's um, 9.26. Try to keep my uh, my broadcast under half an hour. <laughs> Riley says ZD proposed to you. Congratulations to Riley and ZD. <laughs> Okay, you all are too much. Uh, but this was my 100th broadcast, so how fun is that? Um, and uh, it's it's been a, a monumental one and one full of love 
and uh, new relationships. So anyway, okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna get off of here, get some things done, hopefully get a little more sewing done on my Kelly Anorak. You can find me on Instagram. I'm the self sewn wardrobe, and I. Uh, actually find that sometimes when I'm posting about my projects on Instagram, I get a little bit more motivated to finish them because people are like, well, did you, you know, get to the next step, et cetera, et cetera. So anyway, all right. Well, I love you all. It's been uh, great talking to you this morning and I'll see you tomorrow morning, uh, Monday, Wednesday, and Thursday, uh, 9 a.m. That is a live broadcast schedule. You all have a fabulous day. If you're having trouble with your boobs and your belly and your thighs and your arms and ready-made clothing has lost its charms, join the group and listen to the cast about making clothes that fit and last self-sewn.